Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, we're going to come back to the series of teaching called Rejoice Always. I preached this series of teaching about five years ago, something like that, but I stopped at the end and I have a few more sermons to go. I'm the type of pastor who likes to teach everything in detail because I want my brother and sister to understand the way of God in detail and will not have a wrong understanding and make any mistake. So please go back to this series of teaching in the YouTube called Rejoice Always at New Hope International Church YouTube and listen to the whole series. The teaching today, I let you know ahead of time, will be quite difficult to understand and very deep in the spiritual realm. So if you don't listen carefully, you may miss something. It's very deep teaching, but it will change your life and it will help you from today on if you can practice what you learned today. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 9, the Bible says, And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites, who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then, verse 10, he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, have a party. Drink the sweet, enjoy. Send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The people of God in that generation had backslidden. They were far off from relationship with God and with the word of God. Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest, the scribe, and also the Levite, spent many hours reading the laws of God and the word of God. And all these people repent. They turn to God and they weep and they cry because they know that they walk away from God. They wanted to come back to God. And Nehemiah say, don't cry, don't weep, don't sorrow, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. We would like to talk about joy here. Not man joy, not joking joy. We are talking about the joy of the Lord. The Holy Spirit lives inside us, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is joy, peace, faith, love. So, we have the potential inside here to have the joy of God. And the Bible says clearly that the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Holy Spirit, give us strength, give us restoration, healing, and power. If you feel weak, you need the joy of God because the joy of God will strengthen you. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, the Bible says, Anxiety in the heart of man, in the spirit of man, causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. In King James Version, the Bible says, heaviness in the heart of man makes it stoop, but a good word makes it glad. The Bible encourages to be joyful, to be full of joy in our heart here, and it will strengthen us. Let's us act on the word of God. Let us pursue the joy of the Lord. Joy will bring healing to us. Joy will bring strength to us. And that joy comes by the Holy Spirit. So what we need to do is to be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis and stir the fire on the inside of us and yield to the Spirit. And let the Spirit manifest His joy inside us and through us. At the time of Pentecost, the upper room, 
the disciple were filled with the Holy Spirit. The fire of God came down. The Holy Spirit came and baptized them. The fire of God touched them. And when I ask you a question, what happened to them? I believe many of you say, oh, they spoke in tongues. But if you read the Bible carefully, they did not only speak in tongues. Because some of them say, these people were drunk with new wine. Let's look at Acts chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking, saying, say, they are full of new wine. These people got drunk. What kind of reaction when people get drunk? They could not walk. They crawl on the floor. They laugh. They have loud voice. Actually, in that generation, no one has speaker and microphone like us. But they just laugh and they just shout and they sing. They look like a drunk people. It's so loud that the city of Jerusalem, that full of people could hear their voice. And look at what Peter said in Acts chapter 2, verses 14 to 17. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. It is only 9 a.m. No one got drunk at 9 a.m., except maybe some of you, I don't know. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, say God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. So what happened in the upper room? All the 120 disciples, they were speaking in tongue and they were like a drunk people. They laughed. I got drunk one time in my life. I just finished high school. At that time, I was not a Christian yet. So all of my high school friends were drinking alcohol together. And I drank and I got drunk and I never forgot. I was laughing and crying and making jokes and speak out loud. It's not me. After that day, I don't want to get drunk again. It's, it's weird feeling. But I got drunk in the Holy Spirit too, in Seattle, many years ago. Pastor Kenneth Hagin came to Seattle. So I went to his meeting, a big church. And after preaching, he began to lay hand and move in the Holy Spirit. So he walked toward my row, and he turned away from me. And I said, no, 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 don't turn away. Come to lay hand on me, please. I was thinking, I want the Holy Spirit because he was so anointed. He was about 86 years old. He turned away from me and the Holy Spirit told me, pull out your straw right now. So I pulled out my straw, spiritual straw. And I began to like this because the Holy Spirit is the new wine. So I drew and suddenly within two Three seconds, the Holy Spirit hit me. I was on the floor, drunk in the Holy Spirit for maybe one and a half hours. I laughed. I could not walk. Pastor Da and my oldest daughter have to hold on my arm. Actually, we were the last people in that church. The janitors started to clean up. Everyone left. I still like, ha, ha, ha. They dragged me into the car. I was still laughing and drunk in the Holy Spirit in my house for a long time. That was the first time I got drunk in the Holy Spirit. And I got drunk again and again after that. So it's so fun. I laugh and laugh and laugh. And it feels so good to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why Ephesians chapter 5 verses 18 to 19 say, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. At that time, the Holy Spirit manifested himself to the disciple, not only speaking in tongue, but joy. They were full of joy. They looked like drunk people. From now on, I'm going to say something very important to all of you. We are talking about the Holy Spirit in the world. There are three kinds of spirit. The Spirit of God, and as Christians, we should be spiritual people. We should be filled, let 
and controlled by the Holy Spirit. The second kind of spirit is spirit of man, your spirit, my spirit. Three evil spirits. So each person can choose to be controlled by the Holy Spirit or by your own spirit or by evil spirits. It's your choice. For me, I want to be led and anointed and controlled by the Holy Spirit. I want to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, when we talk about spirit of man, human spirit, there are good spirits and bad spirits. Let me read to you. This scripture is interesting. Luke chapter 9, 53 to 56. But they did not receive him. The Jews did not receive Jesus because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? And look at verse 55. This is the word that I want to emphasize. But Jesus turned and rebuked them and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's life, but to save them. And they went to another village. I just want to wake you up and show you in the scripture. Is it possible that believers have wrong spirits inside? When a believer have wrong spirit inside, even though the Holy Spirit is in there, but the, that believer does not yield to the Holy Spirit, but yield to their own wrong spirit. What kind of wrong spirit? When you have a wrong spirit, you will be judgmental, critical, serious, argumentative, prideful, combative. So everywhere you go, instead of loving people, the spirit inside you, you will judge people. Oh, the worship leaders sing too loud. Pastor Lao preached too hard. I don't like that guy. I don't like his manner, the way he dressed. You have a judgmental spirit and you start to act like a Holy Ghost police officer. You go in and correct people and criticize people and judge people all the time. My brother and sister, I don't want that kind of spirit in my life. I want God, the fire of God, to burn that spirit out of me. My brother and sister, we are not Holy Ghost police officer. Okay? We are not here to say everything that we see to everybody. Even though we may see something, we are not supposed to do something about everything that other people are doing. We may see that somebody is doing something wrong and the Holy Spirit tells us, shut your mouth pray for that person and don't say something. You just shut your mouth and don't say it. You just love them. You just pray for them and do good to them. You are not supposed to correct everybody, straighten people out all the time. No. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. And this thing can happen in a home because you take for granted with your spouse. Oh, this is my wife, this is my younger son, this is my relative. I can shout, I can yell, I can be pushy, I can be abrupt and blunt and rough to my relative or my family members. Don't do that. Don't talk. Don't communicate with the wrong spirit. You should be kind, joyful and loving. Amen? That's why the Bible says we walk by Faith, not by sight. A lot of time we are controlled by what we see and what we recognize and what we know instead of being led by the Spirit and walk by faith. I learned something from God all these years. I cannot judge people by looking at the outward appearance. Not only that, I learned that not everybody can receive my words. Not everybody is ready to receive. And not only today, 
for the rest of their life, they will not receive anything from me. I'm not for them. So instead of giving up, I pray that God will send somebody else to talk to them if I see that they are doing something wrong. But I should be ready to say something that is good to somebody who received me and listened to me. You understand my point here? So if God doesn't call you to correct somebody or to tell somebody about something, just shut your mouth. Holy Spirit, I'm not going to say something. I'm going to keep good relationship here. During the meantime, I will put money in the emotional bank account. When I say money, I don't mean the real dollars. I mean love, faith, show love to them until they open their heart to hear from me. Not everybody is going to listen to us. And something that we know, some truth that we know, we want to share, but they may not receive it. And they will never receive it from us at all. They may receive from other people. That's why I never take it personal when people don't want to join this church. I'm not a coffee cup for everybody. Some people may like another preacher. They can listen to that preacher and amen, amen. When they listen to me, oh, I don't like this guy. That's okay. I'm not for everybody. But my job is to be ready to share what God showed me at the right time to the right people. God knows who can receive from us and who can talk to those people that need to receive some truth and some correction or some revelation. And God going to put them together. We just pray for them. God, send somebody to talk to that person. I'm not the one who's going to talk to that person. But I'm ready. If somebody who received me and opened to me, I will share something that God showed me. And not only that, some people want to have only a teaspoon size of truth. So you have to shut your mouth and just say a little bit. They are not ready for the truck-loaded amount of truth. So be led by the Holy Spirit in everything you do, everything you say in your life. Amen? God is faithful and God will lead you and guide you. He knows what you should say, who you should say to, and when and how. He will give you the wisdom. So be spiritual Christian. Be led by the Spirit. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit can help us is the subject of joy. The Holy Spirit can give you supernatural joy, the joy of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25. Heaviness in the heart of man make it stoop, but a good word make it glad. So a good word make people glad. After I read this scripture, I repent and I say from now on, I'm going to say only good thing to my wife and my kids. You are beautiful. You're so anointed. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to say only good thing to my members. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25. Sorrow in the heart of a man bow down. And a good word make him glad. The Bible says clearly, sorrow, which is opposite to the joy of God. Sorrow in the heart of a man make that man down. Bring him down. Sorrow cause death, cause defeat and weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Do you want life? Yes. Don't entertain sorrow. I'm going to tell you the secret at the end of this sermon, how to fight with sorrow and how you're going to walk in the joy of the Lord. I don't want to die too young. I want life. I want strength. I want peace and joy. Romans chapter 8 verse 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I don't want my carnality, my flesh, my wrong spirit to control me. I want to be a spiritual Christian. I want the Holy Spirit to control me, to lead me and guide me. And when he control me, I will be full of love, faith, joy, peace, long-suffering. I will not be affected by sorrow. Sorrow can kill you. Sorrow can make you weak. <laughs> 
Sorrow will make your immune system weak. Do you know that in this world there are so many bad things, virus everywhere, bacteria. That's why doctor have to wash hand for five minutes before surgery because bacteria are on our hand all the time. Chemicals, pollutions, bad stuff in the food. We have all the bad things, but why we are still surviving? Why we are still okay? Because by the grace of God, He gave us immune system. The white blood cell, lymphocyte, and also antibody. We have the immune system. Now, the medical research find out that when we are sad, our immune system will go down, and defensive system of our body will go down. That's why sorrowful people are sick easily. But on the opposite way, the medical research find out that the joy, the laughter, the belly laughter, make you strong. The immune system is strong to kill the bacteria, the germ, and the cancer in our body. So we need to understand this truth: sorrow kills us, but the joy of the Lord heals us and gives us life. So we don't want sorrow at all in our life. We don't want it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your medicine. Is your healing. We need to tap into the joy of God. The reason I love to lay hand on people in the revival service, because I want to train you how to tap into the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit touch you, you may feel a little bit of tickling. Instead of fighting, push it down. You should just go ahead, yield to the Holy Spirit and laugh. When the Holy Spirit touch you and He wants you to cry, the cry of joy, just go ahead and cry. Don't fight. You learn how to yield to walk in the Spirit. In the church, so every single day out there, not in the church, you learn how to stir up the fire on the inside of you and yield to the joy of the Lord, and then you shall be healthy and strong. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 13: A joyful heart makes glad the face, and the grief of heart is the spirit smitten. When you turn on a light switch, the light comes on. You need to turn on the switch inside you. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. You turn on the Holy Spirit. Boop. What happened? The joy rises up. The love rises up. The faith rises up, and your face shall shine the glory of God. You will smile. You look glad. You look younger than age. You look healthy. Your countenance. So full of glory, because you turn on the Holy Spirit on the inside of you all the time. What is it on the inside of you will affect the outside. If people tell me, you know, Pastor, my spirit is so strong. I'm so sad right now. My spirit is so strong. I have so much fear. <laughs> Oh, I cannot eat. I don't believe it. No. If your spirit is strong, it will shine on the outside. You shall smile. You shall be happy. You will laugh. You will sing. You will dance. I want to see this church people smile more. Don't have the spirit like those John and James. I want to send fire to kill. Judgmental spirit. And fight for all the time. No, please, fill with the Holy Spirit. Love people, appreciate people, enjoy the fellowship, be happy. Amen. Amen. And when you fill with the spirit of joy, the joy of the Lord, then the strength and healing will come to your blood, your heart, your brain, your muscle, your joints, your skin, your lungs, your pancreas. The power of God will work in your body, and you're gonna be young and healthy and strong all the time. The Bible is so clear that the joy of the Lord is our medicine. Sometimes you hear the doctor say, "There's no cure in this situation. You just have to maintain with medication for the rest of your life." I believe that there is always cure by God. God can cure you completely. God can cure you. 
But what happened? You need to have the joy of God in your spirit, because the joy of God in your spirit will impact your body, your mind, your soul, your emotions, because they are all connected to each other. So, thank God for medical doctors. Thank God for the medical research. I pray for doctors all the time that they can have good research to find out how to deal with certain diseases to produce good medication. The surgical technique improve every year. Thank God that we have good technique. MRI, CAT scan. When I was a medical student, they did not even have CAT scan in that generation. But God give them wisdom to develop. But we should not replace medical field with the life of God, with the healing power of God. The main things is the healing power from God. The medical field should be supplement, should be just vitamin, but the main healing come from the power of God. Why can I say this? Because I'm a doctor. I know sometimes I give medication to my patient; it just, just drag on. They have to take that medication for the rest of their life because medication could not heal them, or some of my surgery cannot heal people because it's not the answer. Some certain brain cancer, you cannot be cured by surgery. But only God, the main thing, the main healing, is from God, not from doctors, not from surgery, not from medication. Amen? Amen. So we need to learn how to tap into joy, learn how to stir up the joy of God in our heart. And the joy will bring us up and heal us and strengthen us, but sorrow and grief will bring us down and drain us and kill us and cause damage to us. We need to understand this spiritual truth. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22: A merry heart. This is from New King James Version. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. In the young literal translation, a rejoicing heart does good to the body, and a smitten spirit dried the bone. So one of the medicine that God gives to us is the joy of the Lord. What else? There are other medicine. I'm a doctor now. I'm gonna write you prescription, but not medical prescription. I'm gonna write you spiritual prescription right now. The first prescription to you, joy. Do you take it? You think you get healing from joy? Yes. Look at the second prescription, or free, okay, and no side effect, no complication from this medication. Some medication that you take, you cannot sleep. Some of you feel nauseated, vomit. Some of you gain weight when you take medications, or lose weight, whatever. Medication of the medical field always have some side effects, but medication from God, no side effect at all, and free. Thank God. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who fight them and health or medicine to all their flesh. The second medication, free of charge and no side effect, no complication, is the word of God. I produce the reading scripture, healing scripture in Thai. I did not produce in English. I'm sorry, because I don't think people are going to listen to me that much because I have broken English. But I produce in Thai and put in a website. Hundred thousand of people come and listen, and they got healed by just listening to the word of God. Listening, listening, building their faith up until boom, they get healed. The word of God is the medicine. What else is a medicine? Number three, the prayer of faith. We need to build faith, and we pray, and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Number four, the next one, the next free medicine, laying on of hands, and anointing with oil. These are four things, the main things in our life that we should get lay hand on by. Righteous leader, anointed leaders who walk righteously, lay hand can bring healing. Like what happened this morning, I share with you a little bit. 
86 years old man started to come to church. He had lung cancer many years ago. His son, two sons, and one daughter are leaders in this church. He came to the camp in Warm Beach. He get prayed for. This is about 10 or 12 years ago. He get lay hand on. He fell under the power, and he went to have surgery on his lung because there's a big mass there. The doctor opened at Overlake Hospital. I know the doctor. The doctor opened up, find no mass, close up. I'm sorry, I opened for free here. No, no mass in here, gone. Three weeks ago, he came again. He came back to church. He started to come to church now. Three weeks ago, he came here, and he did not tell me. He was sitting in the back. I was praying for people. Then God put my eyes on him. I walked back and lay hand on him. I did not know what happened to him. I lay hand, and two weeks later, he came back to church last Saturday, actually. He gave testimony on Saturday. You know, I did not tell anybody. I have been suffering from arrhythmia. Arrhythmia means heartbeat is off. Like, and wake him up and check him. Like he went to see cardiologists, and the cardiologist said, I'm sorry, we cannot do anything much. You have to live with it. And after the laying on of hand that day, and we pray for him, the son-in-law pray for him, gone. The arrhythmia was gone. This morning, he came with two granddaughters. The granddaughter walked to me here. Pastor, I have some sickness in my body. Maybe she's maybe they're about 20 years old. Can you pray for me? Because I see God heal my grand, grandfather. Yes, grandfather. So I pray for her. And after I pray for her, you would like to accept Jesus? Yes. She pray to receive Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The healing from God is the best. You don't need to take any medication. You don't need to go through any surgery. Amen. This is the truth. God can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is too hard for God. God can perform miracle. But we receive anything from God not according to what He can do. Listen carefully, this sentence, but according to our faith. He can do anything, but we receive from Him by faith. Amen? So we're going to have faith together. Amen? Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22 a happy, this is Amplified Bible, a happy heart is a good medicine and a cheerful mind works. Healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bone. Proverbs 12.25 from Amplified Bible. Anxiety in a man's heart weights it down. Kill you, pull you down. But an encouraging word makes it glad. So please talk encouraging word to one another. Don't speak negative to one another. Okay? We want to build people up. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13 and 15, a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of heart the spirit is broken. All the days of the desponding and afflicted are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. But he who has a glad heart has a continually feast, regardless of circumstances. Oh, I love that. When you have a glad heart, you always smile, happy, singing, song, dancing, happy. You are not just desperate and sad with a big box of tissue around you all the time. <laughs> all the time. No. You will be glad. You always have party in your life. In God's Word translation, Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart is a good medicine but depression drains one's strength. Depression drains one's strength. My brother and sister, we are living in the world that is full of sin, and curses, demons, and problems. Believe me, all of us are going to face some disappointment, some bad situation in life. And our body is frail, easy to be sick, easy to be weak, we cannot afford to be depressed even one minute. We need the strength. We need a healing. I listened to a testimony of a man. This man has 
I think stomach cancer. Yeah, stomach cancer. And the mass get bigger and bigger. His tummy come out like this with the mass. The doctor say you're going to live only a few months. So he did not go to the hospital. He went back home to die. But one of his Christian friends gave him a tape. And the sermon in that tape was funny. Every time he listened, he laughed. So he keep listening to the same sermon. Laugh, laugh, laugh. The tapes eventually was broken. He bought another tape from that ministry. He listened again. He keep laughing and laughing and laughing. His tummy started to shrink. And the mass is gone. And he got healed by the joy of the Lord. He doesn't need to see doctor. He doesn't need to pay any medical bill. The joy of the Lord healed him. Now, I'm going to come to the practical point. Come to this point, we learn that the joy of the Lord comes from the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Led by the Holy Spirit. Walk by faith, not by sight. And yield to the Spirit. Have the joy inside. We need to resist depression, anxiety, and negative thoughts, and negative feelings. In life, everyone, including me, no exception. Day after day, months after month, we're all going to face situations that make us depressed, make us upset, mad. The situation that bother us, and we start to get depressed and mad, and the devil will start to put negative thoughts into our mind. And the bad feeling will rise up. Rise up on the inside. Because we're so mad at the situation. And bad feelings are real. And bad, sorrowful feelings are powerful. Do you know that? And many times, all these bad feelings come from the lies of the enemy. <laughs> He lies. It's not the truth. So if you respond to this situation with sadness and sorrow, you have no peace, you have no joy. All the days you look so sad all the time. What happened? The sorrow going to drain you, pull you down, bring you down, and you're going to be sick. And you, you look old and die sooner instead of leaving your life to the end to finish your course. But you're going to die because you yield to the depression. You yield to the sorrow, the bad feelings. That's why, if you notice, as a pastor of New Hope, I never play around with my sermon to make you weak Christians. My goal is to make you strong Christians, mature Christians, full of faith, spiritual Christians, not carnal Christians. Strong in the spirit, like a soldier. Because we Christians, immature Christian, baby Christian, we yield to the feelings and emotions. And they are carnal because they are not mature. So when anything attacks, oh, 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 and then they get sick and they die. And they get into trouble because they are weak. I want you guys to be strong, to be mature, to be spiritual. Not to be carnal, to have the right soul and spirit, good soul and spirit, not bitter spirit, bad spirit. No, we need to have good spirit on the inside. That's why King David said, Holy Spirit, renew my heart, touch my heart. I want to have the right heart. So all of us going to face some depression and face some bad feeling. All of us, believe me, no exception here. What should we do? We should make a decision. I'm not going to entertain and nurture that feeling. I resist bad feeling. I resist negative thoughts. And I will change my focus. I'm not going to focus on the problems, on the negative comments, on the disappointments. I'm going to focus my eyes on the Lord. I'm going to think about the Lord and His word. Sometimes you think that your situation is a final word. Have you ever watched some kind of movie that in the middle of the movie, bad things happen to the good people? 
but the story is not the end yet. The end of the story is different. Is that right? So sometimes you face situation, wow, I am at the end. No, 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 no. The end is here. The final word is in here. And God is going to keep His promise. So let's keep our eyes on the word. Keep our eyes on His character, His faithfulness, His power, His victory. And you may say, Pastor, I'm a helpless victim. Pastor, I'm a powerless person. I cannot fight with this bad feeling. I have a real feeling, bad feelings. No, the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside and start to ha ha ha, ho ho ho, ha 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 ha. Start to stir up on the inside and laugh and have joy. Don't yield to the bad feelings. You are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. You are the victor, not the victim. The spirit in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Don't put those negative things, major things in your life. Then nothing. Put your eyes on the word. Keep your eyes on God. Talk about him. Some Christians are like this. Oh, nothing is good to me. Oh, everything is bad. Oh, I know everything is going to be bad. I have nothing to look forward to in my life. I have nothing to be thankful about. Everything is bad. Look at a little cut on my index finger here. So bad. Other people, index finger fine. My, my cut here so bad. But they forget that they have other nine fingers that work so well. And have good leg, good back, good eyes. But they focus on little cut on the finger. And they keep being sad and depressed, drained, and defeated, and sick. No, focus your eyes on the blessing, on the promises, on the faithfulness of God, on what Jesus did for you, on the victory, amen, on the miracles that God can do for you. It's our choice in order to fight with depression in conclusion. Make a choice not to look at the problem. Not to look at what you are facing. We don't walk by sight. Walking by sight means look at the circumstances, look at the symptoms, look at the feelings, what people say. No, we're going to walk by faith. Faith in His power. Faith in His word. Faith in His promises. Faith in the victory He will give to us. And when you walk by faith, what happens? When you focus on the right thing, you, the Holy Spirit starts to work in you. You start to have joy. Smile again. Did it happen to me? Yes. Sometime I heard bad news about the ministry. And I was really down for a few minutes. And Pastor, Pastor Da saw that. I was down. But suddenly I said, no, 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 no. This will not stop me. I start to stir the Holy Spirit inside me. And faith rise up again. And I quote the scripture, Jesus will build his church and the gates of Hades cannot prevail against it. The ministry will go on. When I feel the symptom, I say, by the stripe of Jesus Christ, I'm healed. I'm going to focus on the word of God. And I start to have joy on the inside of me. Sometimes joy doesn't have to be loud, like laughter or dancing and singing. It can be just inside you. Just have peace and joy on the inside of you. Some people may be loud. They laugh, they sing, they dance, they shout. It's okay. Different personality. But the joy is inside. And the joy begins to give us healing, medicine, and strength and restoration. And not only that, when you walk that way, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you starts to move for you. Move to empower you, heal you, open the right door for you. you. You get the direction from God, what to do next, where to go. He will bring the right people to you. He open the right door for you. He make a way that man cannot make. He will help you because you now walk by faith. You move God by faith. The hand of God moves for you because you have faith. How you have faith? Focus on God. Look at God. Look at His Word. Don't meditate on bad things. Amen? Should we live that way? 
In conclusion, practical point, prescription. Number one, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside. Let the joy of the Spirit work inside you. Amen? Learn to yield to the Spirit. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Amen? Don't allow depression to stay too long. Get it out as soon as possible. Two, the Word of God is medicine. Three, praying by faith. Four, get the laying out of hand. And focus on God. Don't focus on the problems. Don't entertain the bad thinking and bad feelings. Get them out. Live in the joy of God all the time. And you shall see victory. You're going to see supernatural healing. And victory will come to you. Breakthroughs will come to you. I give you the prescription today. The secret of living a healthy and victorious life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us from the scriptures. And we promise you, Lord, we're going to put this teaching into practice. From now on, Lord, when we face undesirable situations, bad news, symptoms, sickness, or anything that come and bother us, Lord, we will not be depressed anymore. We will not yield to depression. We're going to yield to the Holy Spirit and let the joy of the Lord rise up on the inside of our spirit. We're going to look to the Word, look to the character of God, the faithfulness, the power of God. You are faithful, Lord. You are, Lord, powerful. Nothing you cannot Lord, do. You can do everything. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. Help us to be that kind of Christian. And keep our eyes on the Word. Joyful church, not depressed church. Laughter will be in our house. Joy shall be in our house, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. If you are not sure that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior, I would like to ask you to receive Jesus into your heart. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. Lord, forgive me of my sin. Lord Jesus, you died at the cross for me. You saved me, Lord. You redeemed me. Lord Jesus, you were raised from the dead on the third day. Come into my life right now. Sit on the throne of my life. From today on, I will obey you, serve you, follow you. Lord, if I have any wrong spirit in my heart, please remove them. Please put a new heart in me, a heart of joy, a heart of love, a heart of compassion, a heart of faith, long-suffering, a heart of peace. I want to be used by you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.